0: Okay, so it's a little of uh, the first piece of liquid varan over here. All right, so Reinachman again, just to uh, chaser quickly to get back into the Sugi, So Reinachman is telling us that he's trying to give us a mahala neitzah in order to, in order to uh, get to a situation where our tzfilas are niskabel. That was the that's the objective over here. To uh, build the world of tefillah and to get our tefillahs to be niskabel. So Ibn like said, in order to do that, a person has to be zeichat techain, right? This is what we, what we learned, has to be zeichat techain. A person that has chain automatically, anything that the person asks of, people want to listen to, it, they have chain. So a person has to have chain. <clears throat> and so that was, the, that was the, uh, the, uh, the mahalach right now, to figure out how, to, how a person can acquire chain. <clears throat> Fine, and the and the and that's what we saw. We saw the past couple times is that the model that Rabbi Nachman is using to, to give us a direction about how to be kind, how to be zaychet tochein was by using the letters, but by recreating in our Vedas Hashem the letter Ches and the letter Nun, and if we live with the letter Ches with the letter Nun, then that's that's how we're zaychet tochein. So again, this is something that I, you know I've been talking about the past the past few times where we've been learning this. Why why Rabbi Nachman? Again, Lefi Armadreg, why is choosing this particular Mahalach of being Kainah Chain by focusing on the letters I and mean, the letters being being uh, uh, you know sort of like potent and powerful in their own right. So again, I, like I've mentioned uh, previous times, this is uh, this is what the Mashiach told the Bal Tov, that uh, one of the Iker Avodas that a person can have in order to bring Mashiach and bring Mashiach, like we've been talking about, is the return of Davna Melech, which is the world of Davening. So that's really the context of the whole piece over here, is by realizing that the inherent Kedusha in letters, the Indian of letters. Now, for those that were here for Shah this morning, so it's deeply connected to what I was talking about then, which was uh, that, 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 in truth, the coming of Mashiach, why is the coming of Mashiach? Again, the Mashiach told the when your Torah is spread forth, so then, then that's going to be the time of my arrival, and in particular, the Torah that... That is necessary to be spoken about and to be learned and to be lived with is this in, inion of the Kedusha Sa'aisis, the letters, the Neshomus, and the right? That there's a, there's a fundamental Kedusha and holiness and the significance of the letters, the words that you say a person, and so on. Why is that so fundamental? So, again, there's different ways how to say it, but, it, but uh, like what I was talking about Shabbos morning, one can definitely explain it in that context, is that according to the Summachtaishim, the entire... What, what What is the coming of Mashiach means? The coming of Mashiach means a revelation of Hashem's malchus, right? Of Hashem's malchus in the world. So how does, how does, how does the world turn from a place that's, so to speak, anti-God to a place that's Mamash Hashem's malchus? How does that happen? So we see by the umasailah, by the nations of the world, those religions that are fixated, you know, on making a malchus over the whole world, the way they did it, of Yishmol, the way they do it, and other nations as well, the way they do it is, is B'kfiyah, is by force. Right? That's the famous word, because by the Goyim, there's no musig of, of Hashem, of Hashem being a melech, there's no musig. Like the Baradit and the Vilna Goyim said, that Hashem could be a Moishol, Hashem, you know, Moishol But by the, by the Goyim, the concept of Hashem is that He's a Moishol, He's a dictator. And dictators have to be by force. But by, by, by us, that's not, uh, that's not how Mashiach is going to come. Mashiach is not going to come in a way of force like that. Uh, Rabbi Nachman, in the next piece, we're going to see the opening line of the next piece in Suman Beis. Is yes. that Iker Kli Zayin That the main weapon that Mashiach uses to conquer the world is Tfilas by Davening. So it's not uh, it's not with Muhammad. So how does the world change from a place that's outside of Hashem's Malchus to Malchus being being part of Hashem's Malchus? The answer is by realizing, like I spoke about on Shabbos, that the very building blocks of reality itself are the ICS, are the letters of Torah, and are the letters of the Rebbeim Shlom's words. And and like I mentioned on Shabbos, the defini- according to the Zerah the definition of Malchus is speech. Speech is bound with the quality of Malchus. Malchus peh, tarish ba'al peh, the Zerah says, and, uh, the, the, when the Rabbani Shalom created the world, he didn't just say sentences, say words, and the world came to be. Those words themselves that the Rabbani Shalom uttered, they themselves materialized into reality. So, like I mentioned about Chavez, light that we experience as light is physical, but it's really just a materialization, a packaging of what really it is, which is the letters, E-E-R. And so the fact that we experience a world which seems to be outside of Hashem's malchus is only because we don't, we're not seeing reality clearly. We don't have good eyes to see. But if we saw reality clearly, then what would we realize? We would realize that the world is Hashem's malchus. And literally, literally because the, the malchus means... What, what, what is, let, me, let me explain. I'll, I'll go a little bit deeper. What does it mean to have a malchus? What does it mean to be a melech over, over a malchus? A kingdom is, a, is, a, is, a, is, is, if you think about it, it's somewhat paradoxical. On the one hand, the relationship between the king and the kingdom, it, on the one hand, it has to be one of separation. Right? You're not a king over your own family. You're not a king over your own children because they're two deeply connected to you. They're too much of an extension of you. Ein melech am. A king means, the definition of a kingdom is, a people that are disconnected from the king, that are not just an extension of him. But on the other hand, we also know that there's no such thing as a person being a king over frogs and grasshoppers and insects and animals and flowers. That's, that's not called a malchus either. So Why? Because they're too disconnected, they're too unrelated to the king himself. If you want to have a malchus of frogs, then the king of the frogs has to be a frog. If you want to have a malchus of grasshoppers, the king of the grasshoppers has to be a grasshopper. But if you want to have a kingdom of people, then it has to be a person. So on the one hand, you see that malchus demands a level of disconnection from the king, of an independence from the king. But on the other hand, you can't be too independent, because if you're so independent, like mamish, like a different species, then that's also not a malchus. So um, so Malchus by its very definition has to be like this funny balance of something connected, but not too connected. Independent, but not too independent. That's, the, that's what a Malchus says. <laughs> words, when a person says something, I'll, 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 I'll pick up all if you think about it philosophically, words are reflective of this reality of Malchus. Because on the one hand, the words that you say are coming from you. They're created by you, so they're related to you. But on the other hand, it's not you. It's not a piece of you. It's not like you know uh, the words come out and I, you know, hit the words that hurts you. So it, it's a separate entity. But it, it's separate, but yet deeply bound to the one that says the words. The definition of malchus. I'll say the midah. When the Rabbanim created the world. There are certain qualities that that you know that that uh, certain building blocks of creation. The midah of malchus. That midah. That sphere That divine attribute that's called malchus is is is. Is eventually is, what the, is is what Mashiach turns the world into, and that divine attribute of Malchus is the Devar Hashem. That's the word of the Rebbeinu Shlomo. That's 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 Devar Shaltain. And so the the Tachas What's going to be revealed is the world becoming shown, and the, the world show, becoming revealed that it it, it was Malchus Malchus that the, that the world was always Hashem's Malchus, and that's deeply related with the realist with the with the kedusha it's with letters becoming becoming, uh, you know, uh, us being machshev the words that we say, us being machshev the letters that comes out of our mouth, because that's what reality is. That's the malchus. That's the malchus of Hashem. So again, going back, so this Torah, Binah is saying this mahalach of being machshev the letters Ches and Nun, and therefore again, this whole approach of being, of using the letters of the Aleph Beis. To rebuild malchus and to recapture malchus of Davena Melech, that's mamish. That that, that that itself is the is the so not 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 only is the, the very approach itself is a is, is building malchus. The very approach itself of the malchus letters is already building malchus. Okay, that's uh, yeah, enough enough Hakdamas. You have to start doing it anyway. So last week we we saw the we we saw a little bit. <clears throat> we we started learning the piece where he, where he's explaining to us the letter Chas. It's the letter Chas. <clears throat> so Rav Nachman explained that the letter Ches represents and, re- and is reflective of of, of 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 what he what he calls the, the Chachma behind all things. So the beginning of, of acquiring Chain is number one to appreciate that everything you see, everything we experience, we might the, our eyes might not tell us this, but the reality that what we're experiencing behind the scenes of all things is Chachmas Hashem. And, and, and that's the letter Ches. And the real life force, the real existence of everything that we experience is this quality of what's called Chachmas Hashem. So again, we began to talk about this last time. We'll, we'll talk about it now and we'll continue on weiter. Is that this fundamentally, you know, is, is in, in... In the Swarm HaKadoshim, this idea is expressed in many different ways. But one way, one way that the Swarm HaKadoshim talk about it is that like I think I mentioned this last time as well, Ishtaka Baraisa Bar Alma, that the, the truth is, we, we think of Torah as, as a way through which we could navigate through life. So I don't know what to do, left or right, I look in the Shulchan Arach. But the truth is, the of rice of As we know that that's not the truth at all. The truth is behind the scenes of reality. All that exists. what what, what is is Torah. What Mitzias is is the Dvar Hashem. What Mitzias is are the letters of the Aleph Beis, the letters of Torah itself. Mavish, I was talking about before—that light is Yihar, and, and Yihar is the words of Torah, and grass is Tatchi and Tachi Aretz is the words of Torah. So, and the, and the true life force behind all of Mitzias are really the Oasis of the Torah. And the ISIS of the Torah in truth, like the Ramban writes in his introduction to Chumash, are nothing really more than different combinations of Hashem's name. So really, the very mitseus that we experience, that we navigate through, that we look at and we hear and we taste, and we, is what? Is really is really Saktosh, like it's really divine names, it's really the Ramban Shloyot. That's what it is. That's really what it is. And that's what's called the letter Ches. That's what's called the Chiyus, the life force behind all things. That's the Raisius. That's the beginning. That's the that's that's the 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 the, the very beginning of of is like that, <coughs> and that's what the letter Ches represents. Now, Rabbi Nachman goes on. That's what I mentioned last time. Now, in the third paragraph, Rabbi Nachman continues. Ach Machmash ora But here is where the packaging comes in, uh, because the light of this Seichel, this experience of 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 uh, of uh, of the experience of Sheim the experience of divine names, of 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 what really is the truth behind all Mitzvahs. It's al It's a very very great light, and it's such a it's such an intense light that automatically we would lose our identity in such a place. Let me give you a little bit of a again as Hashem and Sheikh soon, and we all have to become the VM, so we have to learn about this language. In the language of Mukubalim, this level of reality where everything is Shemes HaKta where everything is divine names, and everything is just an expression of God, and everything is Yihihar, and tachi aretz and Yihihar itself is really just a, a manipulation of Yud Vavke, and everything is basically Yud Vavke, it's all Shemes HaKta like I have over there, you know, all that that that, that, the, that the term that's used by the Mekubalim to describe that level of reality, the Ches, the ratios, the beginning, the Chias, that's really behind all things, in the language of the Mekubalim, that's called Atzilas. That's called atzilas. Whenever you find this svarim, the oilam of atzilas. What's the oylem of atzilas? The word, the word atzilas comes from the two words. The word atzilas comes from the word etzal, which means next to. Yeah. And the word atzilas also comes from the word netzal, to be ewned from, to be cut from, like a rock that's ewned from a mountain. When a rock it comes from a mountain, it's the same material as the mountain. So the word atzilas is a description of, re, of, of the reality of Shema Sakdashim of God, when he makes himself somewhat known to us through his divine names because everyone knows, again, these are Yisaitis of Yiddishkeit that I've mentioned many times, so it's important to know, God himself, in his, in his essence, is unknowable. There's nothing, the, the, forget, for, even the word ain't safe. infinite, we can't even say. Mamish, unknowable. The Rabbanishman at some point chose to make himself known, and to sort of come out of the shadows. And then when God comes out of the shadows, he comes out of the shadows in the form of divine names. And so, Shemus HaKto Shim are the way in which we can begin to perceive God. But that was a choice that God is moving out of that only God space and moving into the universe that's called Divine Names to make, a, to make ourselves able to experience Him and to know Him. That dimension of when God moves into that space that's called Divine Names, Which what is that space of Divine Names? That's the very reality that we experience. It's just behind the scenes of all of that. That's called Atzilas. Now, in the Sermak in the Da the oilum the, 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 the of Atsilas, you know, it's not like you take. So, where is Atsilas? You take a spaceship and, you know, you go all the way up, all the way up, and past the Kisei Kavi, you make a left and a right uh, by the Surah, and you make a right, and you eventually get to Atsilas. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's not up, it's here. The, 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 this is the world that the Rabbanish have created. It's just a deeper dimension of reality. That's what Atsilas is. Now, here's the basic problem. The fundamental problem is as follows, and this gets to the Gnamesha Kishkes of, of Torah, that the problem is, is that the tachlis of creation is what? Is for us to be Misdabik with the Likush, to attach ourselves to God. How do you attach yourself to God? God, before he, while he's still in that, you know, in that mysterious blackness, before Atsilos, uh, there's nothing to talk about. We have no point of contact. To be davik to means to attach oneself to that dimension of reality. When God is making himself known through Shemus Daishem. In other words, in other words, the tachos of creation is for us to become, to experience atzilos, to live in that dimension. That's called atzilos. But here's the problem. Atzilos, the Zerah Kaddish describes Atzilus is a dimension that's kuleyelikos, that's Mamish, it's divine. If a person were able to enter into that dimension that's called atzilos, there wouldn't be a you anymore. There wouldn't be a you anymore. So here's the paradox of life. The tachas of creation is for you to attach yourself to God. And the way to attach yourself to God is to, is, to, is to experience reality, where reality is nothing but God. Well, once reality is nothing but God, you're part of reality, right? That means there's no you either. So how could you experience the veikas If there's a you, it means you're not being davek Hashem. If, there's a, if it's veikas it means there's no you. This is the big problem. This is the big problem. So we don't know exactly how the Rabban Neshulam solves this, but Rabbi Nachman is telling us the following thing. <clears throat> in order to, to deal with this problem, besides the ches, we have a nun. We have a nun. And the nun is the way in which we could access the letter ches without becoming obliterated at the same time. Mm-hmm. Take a look at the, the third paragraph. I know this is all out there, and Zashem so Rabbi Nachman, what's beautiful about the of Rabbi Nachman, and it's unique, there's not too many tzaddikim that, that did this. Rabbi Nachman's Torahs start very, very high, and he's bringing down Irish from a very high place, but it all boils down to always practical eitzes. A handful of tzaddikim did this. Most tzaddikim, either they're very practical, all their Torahs are down here, or tzaddikim that their are Torahs up there, but the Torahs that start up there and eventually make their way down here as eitzes, there's even a safer for Lakuta eitzis, right? That Rabbi Nassim put together Aces that, are, that, are, that he gleaned from Lakuta Meran. It's a, it's a chiddush. It's a chiddush. like that, but we'll see. We'll see how this how this translates. But these are fundamentals of Yiddish type. Uh, third paragraph. Ach because the light of this seichel, the light of atzilas, is so intense. What do you mean intense? Like you have to be, wear sunglasses. Intense means that the Bechlal, it over it overwhelms your existence. There's all there is is the, is, is is the Shlom. There's no you. There's no nivra. There's no created. There's no creation. Yev Eilov, elof ki mi de nun. So the only way that a person can experience the Rabbanu Shalom and enter into that space of Atzilah, so to speak, and live a life where you're connected to the Shema of is only through the reality of the letter Nun. What is the letter Nun? is <coughs> Malchus. The letter Nun means the Midah of Malchus. Kamei Shakasov, like the Pasik says, lefnei Shemesh Yinun Shemai the word the word nun literally means king the shemesh yunon shmai is the pasik talking about mashiach that mashiach yunon shmai that the, the, the name of his malchus will will extend beyond the sun that's what the pasik says another is with the word nun means malchus gibor shai l'malchus Malchus. so again we'll just get through the words in the letter Ches, Rabbi Nachman said was compared to the sun. If you remember the previous piece, he said that the, the letter Ches, the Seichel, the Reishas, Chacham and so on, is compared to the sun. <coughs> Rabbi Nachman says, but again, the sun is overwhelmingly brilliant. So how do we access the sun? Through the moon, and that's going to be the letter, the letter Nun. ain't la the Levona doesn't have its own light. So the Levona is not trying to get in the way of the sun, but the Levona is giving us a way to perceive the sun's light. All the moon has is what it receives from the sun. And that's the meaning of this quality of Malchus. She has nothing of her own. All that she wants, all that she has is what she receives from the Ches. But what she receives from the Ches in a way that makes... What, that, that, that makes it more tangible and more relatable and, and less overwhelming. She receives from the sun, which is the letter Ches, the quality of Chachma, Raisus, and so on. The Nasa or Halavana Karacham. and then with this union, you could somehow, through the moon, access the sun without becoming blinded by the light of the sun. Okay, now let's just let's just see one more paragraph, and then we'll try to explain. But if a person is living with the letter Nun, but they're not trying through the letter Nun to access the letter Ches, in other words, they're separating the Nun from the Ches, right? So that's called Esef, that's called Esef. So the letter Nun, which is the quality of Malchus, and the Moon has to be used as a way of accessing the Ches, of connecting to the Ches, of like gloves, that you like an oven mitt that you put on your hand in order to get into the oven. You can't go into oven directly, so you need something, some in between, some vessel to get there. That's the letter Nun. But once a person experiences and lives with the letter Nun, when it's disconnected from the Ches, they're not trying to use the oven mitt as a way to get into the oven, right? So then Rabbi Nachman says that's called Esav. Shabizah sabachayra, Esav, dis, Esav uh, 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 disgraces and, 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 and disrespects the birthright. That's what on in the previous paragraph. The birthright meant the letter Ches, the Reishas, the Bechar, the beginning. That's the letter Ches. So Esav is Mavaza the Bukhaira. Esav disrespects the Bukhaira. Esav wants the letter Nun, but doesn't want the letter Nun to be a vessel to receive the sun. He just wants the moon by itself. Kameshe like the Pusik, says, Vivas Esav Vesha Bechayra. T'Heinu Haseich kanal. That's what the that's the letter Ches. He 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 disgraced it. He wasn't interested in it. Bechinas layach ksil kiem That's the meaning of the pasuk that a fool is not interested in understanding. Rather, all he wants is what is what's what's open in his heart. In other words, uh, the fool of years Esav and the, anyone that want that wants the nun but doesn't want the nun as a way of getting to the Ches. The bechinas malchus That's why Esav is called the Malchus Arisha, the evil kingdom. Bechinas levona de the moon of the other side, Sholeh Nemer, that the pasuk says regarding this, the Halovana, that the moon should be should be disgraced and should be embarrassed. Okay, so that's so the Rav, Rav is painting us a picture. So we have the letter Ches which means a universe of elokus, a universe of atsilos a universe of Shemus HaKto Shem. Everything is lichtig, everything is... A, but that, that universe is mamish, like intangible. It's, a, it's an oven, it's mamish. So then the Rabbana Shalom created this reality of the letter Nun, that the letter Nun can be a way in which we can engage with the letter Ches without becoming overwhelmed, without losing ourselves in the process. <coughs> the, what is a letter Nun? So again, the a letter Nun means malchus. So in the language of the Mekuboam, again... Training over here. Okay, the language of the is as follows. That dimension of reality, which is just shameisakdoishim, as I said, that's called Atzilas. But then there's an there's, but that level of reality is covered over by other layers of reality that that's more familiar to us. That's more tangible. Right, so like I like, like, like I said the other day, the famous maestro the Baltanya, right? The Baltanya on his deathbed, he's looking up at the ceiling, and um, the tzaddik is next to him, and he says to the tzaddik, "Who is says to the tzaddik, "You know what do you see?" And he says, "I see the beams of the, of the ceiling." Right? So he says, "I don't see beams. I see kuf of I see the letters kaira." So the Baltanya at the end of his life was accessing, was getting to that place, but the the physical reality of the beams is layering on top of that essential reality that's called Kufa of Reshe. That's the Nun, that's the Nun that covers over the Ches. The Nun, that's the access point to the Ches. Physical reality, a reality which is called by the mukubalim, the Olamists, the, the, the worlds of Bria, Yitzira, and Asiya. I'm sure in the form you've seen these terms, Atzilos, Bria, Yitzira, and there's a big line that separates Atsilas from Briya in the form you'll see it's an acronym. It's Roshatevas, Bia, Bez, Yud Ayin, Briya, Yitzhira and Asiya. What, what are these universes? Again, it's not like you take a spaceship, and first you get Tasiya, <coughs> then you go to like it's all here. Atsilas means reality as it is part of a dimension of godliness, Shemus Akdaishim. And then that reality becomes covered over and becomes and becomes more material, becomes more magusham. In reality, that's called Biyah, Bri, Yitzir, and Now, we're not going involved in what, is the, what exactly is the difference between Asiyah, Yitzirah, and Biyah. That's not the point right now. But we have these two categories. The world of Atzilos and the world of nifrodim, of that which is separate, that which is uh, more earthly, that, that which we, could, we experience physically. And that's the letter Nun. The letter Nun means the, 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 the covering the covering of, phys- of physicality over the real truth, which is the ulum the, the of Atzilas and Shaymus akdashim, And this is where where the khidish of, of Yiddishkeit comes in. And the khidish uh, and the difference between us, Yaakov and Asif, and so on as 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 he's going to explain and he already hinted to it a little bit, which is is that our goal is to be able to realize and to and to experience physical reality, but to not separate it from Atzilas. That's the difference. Esav, what he, what he does is that he is independent physical reality as thus is. This is what it is. And even if he knows about God, like the Zarakalish says, by the nations of the world, God is called the king of all kings or God of all gods. God of all gods is a nice description, but that's not our description of it. God of all gods means there's a physical reality, the letter known that stands independent by itself. And this is the where the world I want to operate. It happens if There's a creator. There's there's someone above me. There's someone that created all this. Is very very nice, but that's not Yiddishkeit. Yiddish, guide. Yiddish guide is, is that my my the very real the very purpose, and the very and the and the very uh, uh, focus of how I operate in the world of the letter nun, is in order to use the letter nun as an access point to the letter ches. In other words, to be able to. To And he's going he's gonna to say soon what this looks like practically. It means to go through life and to realize that everything that I'm experiencing is in truth Hashem calling to me. It's in truth Hashem making himself known to me. In words, when, I, when I bump into someone and have a conversation or, or whatever the situation in life is, what is the truth behind it? Really, it's the letter chas. What does it mean, the letter Ches? It means that what's really going on right now is the Rabbanishim was making himself known to me. The Rabbanishim was telling me something about himself. The Rabbanishim was telling me something about myself. The Rabbanishim was telling me something about what he needs from me. The Rabbanishim is communicating. That's what Seamus are. That's what divine names are. Divine names are not just like fancy letters. Divine names are. This, the Rabbanishim is saying, This is who I am. And Hashem is constantly changing his names, right? His name's uh, there's a lot of different Shem the, 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 the idea is because Shem to me, saying, this is who I am, this is this is this is this is, this is what I need right now. Th- these are the iris that are accessible right now. It, and 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 every single experience of life is what? Is 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 the communicating this to me. It's just that if the Rabbanish were to say it openly with the letter ches, I would be overwhelmed by it. So, Rebbeinu Hashem therefore uses the letter Nun to communicate His will to us. So, every single moment of life, the Avodah is the, for a Jew to think like, "Okay, what is Hashem telling you right now?" And, it might, and, 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 and sometimes the Rebbeinu is communicating. Sometimes He's communicating. Give some stuka. Sometimes He has some patience with this person. Sometimes He's communicating like whatever whatever life is telling you. It's 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 a mode of communication. The letter Ches is telling you something. Disguised with the letter nun to allow you to be able to process it. And when you and we go through life and we're trying to figure out what to do, the question is not how do we handle life. The question is what is the Rabbanisham telling us through life? What is the Rabbanisham telling us through this experience? What is he telling us about him? What is he telling us about our Avaydah? What's the and again, if the Rabbanisham were to and he is telling us this, and if he were to tell us this openly in his language, we'd be overwhelmed by it. The answer is the Rabbani Sholem, Barachimov decided to communicate his will in a way that uses our language, the letter Chet, the letter noy. And this, this type of Jew that goes through life, always with his eyes focused on what is, what is my Creator telling me right now? What is the Rabbani Sholem revealing to me right now about him, about how kind he is, about what my Avayid is, my place in his life, my place in his world? That mode of thinking, that's a Yid that has Chayim. That's a yid that has chen. Because on a very, very simple level, wh- 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 you know, children have chen, right? That's one of the qualities that kids have. Kids have chen. One of the reasons, the Serms say, the reason why children have chen by nature is because kids know that they can't, like, take care of themselves. So even if they're, like, macho with their buddies in school, at the end of the day, when they, come, they know that, like, they, they can't take care of themselves. So when a kid looks, looks at a parent or looks at an adult, the eyes communicate, like, tell me what to do. Like, I don't know, I don't know, I, I can't handle it, I can't take care of myself, I need help. That, that's chayn That results in chayn Because when the parent, and what does the parent want to communicate to the kid? The parent wants to communicate, like, you know, shas and paiskin. The parent wants to communicate, to be a big evir shant to be a tzadik, but the kid doesn't know what those words mean. So the parent says, clean your room, Right? But cleaning your room means cleaning your room. It means becoming more Masudr and being more Masudr is going to help you learn nesugia. Like it, 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 there, there, there's layers of communication that the parent re- responds to the child, but that the eyes of the child that are saying, "Like parent, tell me what you want, what you want of me," but just in a way that I could handle it. That's that's khain. that's chayn that's chayn And so this is the avoda. This is the difference between us and Esav. Esav looks at this world and doesn't see this world as just a means of <coughs> communication between the Rabbana and him. This world is this world. Happens to be there's a creator. There's a very... By, in other words, by Esav, there's Hatzilas, and there's Biyah. But there's a, a big mechitza in between. And Biyah is independent, Chaz shalom, from Hatzilas. But by Yidden, our is to realize that Biyah, the world of separation, the physical reality, is what? is a glove for atzilas. It's a way in which atzilas communicates to us. It's a way in which we can live in atzilas without becoming obliterated. And in in what does that mean practically? It means going through life. It, me, it, means, it means a number of things. I'll give two. Number one, it means going through life, like I said, always with the question of, what is the Rabbi Nishton telling me right now? Not what's happening to me and like, oh my God, I need help from God. Let me, let me begin to open the till and and, uh, like, catch him up on what's been going on. Like, that, that's not how it works. The, 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 the way of a yid is that everything will, was, is the Rabbani and everything is the Rabbani communicating something to me for a reason, telling me something about him, and the mela telling me something about my Avayda. And that, that's what reality is. It's just that the Rabbani were to speak openly, so it's like we came to the Moshe Rabbeinu, by Sinai, like, I, I, we, can't, we can't hear the word of Hashem, it's too overwhelming to us. So we have to, therefore, experience the light of the sun through the moon. But to go through life means, in that way, to realize that everything is mamash communication from God, that's number one and number two. A result of that, or bound to that, is to realize that, therefore, everything is good. And this is where you're going to see a major thing in Chesides, and Befrat The Meran, to Icarus, to be The Icarus Where is the simcha coming from? Life is full of not-simcha uh, tekezachim. So where, so where is the simcha coming from? Not awful be b'simcha. First of all, why is it so important to be besimcha? Why is it so important to be? So I understand practically. Once you're besimcha, then you'll daven better, you'll learn better. I get the practicality of it, but that's not what the Rebbe Nachman is talking about when he talks about simcha. When he's talking about simcha, he's saying that being the be'etzim, is a good zah. But the question is, why should I be besimcha? and why is it so good? The answer is, if you're... Li- what is Esav? The, the Esav Deke person who, lo, who lives in Biah, in Bri, at C. and the letter Nun, and the letter Nun is just the moon by itself, independent, not functioning as a glove for the sun, that's automatically Tzabrachim. It's automatically sad. The nature of the moon is not to have any independent light. It has no chis by itself. It's basically dead. What did Esav say to Yaakov? I'm not interested in the book He I'm going to die anyway. In other words, the, the sun generates its own power. The moon has its no, does not have its own power. So it, why does the moon not have its own power? Because the truth is the moon should just function as a glove for the sun. But if you're not interested in the moon being a functioning, functioning as a glove for the sun, as a vessel for the sun, then what you're stuck with is, is a dead rock. That's what you're stuck with. And so the reality, reality when, when we, if a person lives in the Ace of Dicca reality, which is the Nun, disconnected from the Ches, then what is life? A dead, empty, cold rock, flat—you know—flying in outer space. and that's depressing. The defin- what makes life besimcha? What makes life besimcha is the realization that everything we experience is lichting. Everything we experience is alive. Ah, it doesn't look like this. It looks like it looks like things are not so good. It looks like this. This is a problem. That's a problem that's all, it's all somehow, in some way it's all atzilas, it's all Shema it's all the rabbin communicating goodness and toiv and everything is toiv ma'id and everything is the rabbin light being communicated properly and it's all through the vessel the letter Nun, the simcha that a person gets themselves to feel is a result of living a life where, where the Levana is illuminated by the sun and once the Luvon is illuminated by the sun, automatically that means it's alive, it means it's lichtig, it means it's good. And to live a life that you're, that you're experiencing... So in other words, to live a, a b'cheint dika life means to always... To, uh, two things. In other words, always to be asking the question, what is the don't tell me right now? That's number one. Now, what does he want from me? What is he telling me right now? With this experience, what is he telling me, number one? And number two, to be besimcha. Because to be means to realize that everything we're experiencing is just the Rabbanu Shalom talking to us. And there's nothing more delightful than that. To have a conversation with the Rabbanu is there's nothing more delightful than that. It looks like this, it looks like this. It's all packaging. It's all packaging. It's all nice. It's all one big communication of, of El Kus, of tyra, and, uh, and that's what it is. Again, that's the difference between us and Asaf. So, And with that, we'll see, the, we'll see the next piece, what this has to do with our tfils, being That will be the next okay. so tara is seen.